0: This episode of the Mountaineer Media Podcast is sponsored by Mr. B, the only potato chip made in the great state of West Virginia. Check out their products in your local grocery store or online at mrb.com. All right, welcome back to the Mountaineer Media Podcast, everybody and we're changing things up today no guest and sometimes when we don't have a guest it's usually like cooper and i and mason sometimes like bantering or talking about just day-to-day events well we are still doing that we are still doing that but things are a little different because we're actually giving you guys a little bit of an inside to something else that we're doing so we just fired up our own patreon i know that we've talked about it a couple of times over the last few weeks where patreon is another platform for us to post content and um the ability to give away like big merchandise discounts and some insider access and some like voting power and stuff on some of the decisions that we make and we hope that you guys support us patreon.com slash Mountaineer Media. You can download the Patreon app in the App Store, search Mountaineer Media, and boom, right there, we'd love for you to become a supporter of us. So one of the bonus pieces of content that we're posting on Patreon is this new podcast, called view from the top and view from the top is basically going to be an insider access a peek into the mountaineer media realm of what's going on we're going to talk about our guests how we set those guests up and kind of get into some of the details that we don't always get to talk about on the podcast with those guests and so we're going to kind of share our funny stories our unique stories whatever takeaways that we had so anyway today as a bonus episode we're going to give you view from the top episode one to give you guys a little taste of what to expect and so this is the only time we're gonna do it after this it's gonna become a patreon exclusive and so there's that yeah guys what did you guys think about uh you know just view from the top i like this idea of giving us a little bit more room to breathe and talk about our guests because we don't always get to do that
1: yeah i mean i think um if you're listening to the podcast, you probably have come to know us quite well over the last two years, but there's also, you know, I think a, a quite a bit of people that just like hearing about the journey. You know, and, uh, we try to share some of that on social media and you know, little bites on Instagram stories, or um, you'll know, hear there on LinkedIn or something. And we, we always like to express our appreciation and thanks but we also recognize that hey look there's a lot of fun stuff of like that goes into actually building this and a lot of spin-off little stories and details and how you know this person that highlights just the fact that damn near everybody in west virginia knows everybody or has a connection to somebody so this is kind of our way of um capturing all of that kind of cool stories and stuff. Uh, and also really just getting, you know, building a community. Like we enjoyed kind of this two-way street with a lot of you guys and the feedback and the, and the and whatnot. So we want to put in, like CJ said, the, the discounts, the merch, um, different insider access to behind the scenes content. Um, and quite honestly, we greatly appreciate uh, if you sign up on Patreon, it financially makes it possible, right? You're helping empower us to tell local West Virginia authentic stories. So um, that goes a long way. Everything adds up no matter what you do. Uh, we humbly and, you know, sincerely, I would say, appreciate anything. Uh, and it's just cool to, I think, kind of bring more people into the tent um, and try to grow Mountaineer Media into something that lasts for five years, 10 years, 50 years, 100 years. Um, so it's been, yeah, it's been a pretty cool development. Much credit to CJ who's gotten uh, our Patreon up and running.
0: Mason's here too. Mason, you're just going to stay silent this whole time, or you going yeah. like, to chime in and and say what you said that you were going to say before we hit record?
2: Yeah, I just wanted to mention this is the only way you'll get me on the podcast. Is on these <laughs> Patreon you the but, If that's yeah. not
0: enough to get people to support us, then I don't know what is.
2: Yeah. So if you if you've been just dying for more content from me. Just <laughs> sign up there. That's where you'll probably get it. But no, I just wanted to remind everyone to, you know, check their voter registration because I believe Election Day is next Tuesday, right, for the primary elections in West yes, Virginia. Yes, so yes, in West Virginia look next Look out Tuesday, for that. And yep, the 10th. Check yeah. registration. So
0: I think we've passed the deadline to, like, ask for an absentee ballot. So now you got to get in there. You can still yeah, early vote, gotta go. but now you got to go. Now you got to go yeah. next week. So.
2: It's always fun going back to your old elementary school or wherever <laughs> you know. Visits, yeah. Just walk in there. <laughs> yeah. and it's like, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's kind of funny. funny.
1: Yeah, Fun little caveat story. We don't have to get derailed into elementary school stories, but Mason and I went to Shoals and yeah, you do vote in the cafeteria, but I want to see if anybody else is listening to this, if they have this memory from childhood, did your milk come in a plastic bag? Because at, at Shoals Elementary, it was just a sealed bag, and it was just a bag of milk. It was chocolate, right? Vanilla, strawberry. How do you drink you it? Would, well, you had you had to hold on to it and jam this straw into it. It Was like before. It's like the days before little the fruit pouch type things. But yeah, you would just jam this milk bag, and that's how you would get like your drink for lunch. Um, <laughs> yeah,
2: okay, no, I on your milk pouch.
0: Never had the milk pouch. Yeah, didn't. Yeah, I never I'm pretty sure. No, know. Know. If,
1: anybody's, if anybody's listening, like that, maybe think of it because that's where if you vote in Charleston in you know the Elkview Mink Shoals area, you go into the cafeteria at Shoals. But yeah, that's a little fun little nugget from masonized childhood.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. No, I I voted Ruffner, Yeah, like all the elementary schools. <laughs> so it is kind of like a blast from the past. Like you feel huge, don't you? Just feel huge walking into the elementary school again. Like oh yeah, the building like, feels too small, right? You just feel. Yeah you've outgrown <laughs> what is supposed to be a normal building but for whatever reason it just feels small it feels like elementary school anyway no good stuff don't think i ever had the bag the pouch i'm pretty sure i was a carton kid from the jump i was lucky enough to be a carton kid i don't know maybe you guys were on <laughs> something before anybody else like you said the fruit pouch pal- or the 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 yeah. fruit punch you know the where you jam the straw on the top and the little hole yeah
2: Maybe Uh, there's a budget cut somewhere we didn't know about. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: why it's important to vote. If Mason says vote, budgets matter. Mm -hmm. It all jokes aside, it is important to vote because people, you know, we've said on here, we've probably hedged it too many times. We're not political. We all have political opinions. We all have lives. It is important to vote in West Virginia. Some people often say that West Virginia politics, um, you know, they're frustrated that maybe they're not reflective of what, a majority of people think whether that's through the way that the laws are written. I don't know. It's above my pay grade to speculate, but uh, certainly some change in West Virginia can come from, you know, jokesters like us talking on the internet, trying to bring attention to causes, but ultimately, you know, elections do have consequences and laws are written and people, you know, at the end of the day, that's what governs our state uh, and society at large. So definitely, uh, definitely vote. We gave our hand, at a political podcast we don't have to dive into that didn't necessarily work out with Kayla Young and Josh Hickelboggen um we gave it an earnest try if you're listening to this you probably maybe caught wind of it you probably <laughs> wonder wondering what happened to it maybe we'll drop that wait that's gonna be view from the, the top
0: episode three we're yeah. gonna tell the uh, the untold story of um God, what was that called? What? what, what
1: two sides of the same man. Two great sides name, of the same mountain. In
0: and, and a great idea. I mean, and, and it even got on local news. I mean, they were interviewed uh, by Mark Curtis at WOWK, Channel Thirteen. We'll give the full un, you know, we'll, we'll give the full story here, unfiltered, unfiltered episode, episode, episode three of View from the Top, all about Kaylee Young and Josh Hagenbotham. Good luck to both it, of man. them in the election. Josh is, Josh is running again right now, I know, and for Senate. He's going from the House to the Senate. We'll get into all that stuff down the road. Enjoy episode one. We just finished episode two. That'll be a Patreon exclusive. And then the riveting episode three will be dropping soon enough. So thanks, guys, for tuning in. Here is a little bit of what to expect from our podcast about a podcast view from the top. Let's hit it. everyone to view from the top where we give you a top-down perspective on everything Mountaineer media. We dive deeper into the goals and missions of our platform. We'll recap our last couple of guests and answer a few of your questions along the way. So really, this is a podcast about a podcast. but this podcast is a patreon exclusive and we thank you for supporting our cause. Boys, what's happening? We got the whole crew here today. Did you think that after the first podcast that we would have, a second podcast.
1: I could not fathom someone uh, you know, <laughs> wanting to listen to us on another form. What are we on? Episode eighty is it eighty two? Yeah, but
0: 86? this is really episode one of View from the Top. So we'll, we'll you true. You know, it's like the Joe Rogan. Like he's got the he's got his series and then the MMA series. So then that you know th- th- this
2: is our second series. So we'll like a little off our Mountaineer Media tree trunk. You know, it's just. It's growing. It just sprouted. I like that. I like that. Yeah, exactly.
0: So no, I think this is a good platform for us because to, to express some of the opinions that we don't always get to talk about in the episode and Mason's here. So that is a plus in itself, but Mm -hmm. you know, where we do these interview styles, we don't always get to talk about, we don't always get to dive into our thoughts and feelings. You know, we do want to recognize the guests that we have on, but I think this is a good way for us to be able to show, you know, how we feel sometimes, not just about uh, what's going on, but also about our guests and behind the scenes stuff about how we get these guests and maybe some of the takeaways that we had from each episode. So we'll kind of do all of that, but you know, overall, you know, are there things so far, I think this is a place to start, that Mountaineer Media has changed in your lives. Like, how has Mountaineer Media kind of impacted who you are? Because early on, I think we woke up in the morning and thought, "Okay, I got my job, and then I'll do something for Mountaineer Media." And now it's just like, oh, "I got my job and Mountaineer Media." It's all like, it's all one and the same. You know, everything kind of has bundled together. But you know, do you think Mountaineer Media has affected both of you guys in your day-to-day lives?
1: Mace, nice you first. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, I just kind of realized throughout the past couple of years, we've been doing this that, you know, I didn't know how interconnected West Virginians were. I mean, I thought, you know, there's a loose connection. Some people know the big names out there, Jerry West and Steve Harvey or whatever, but there's so many more, you know, people you don't, you don't realize that are doing great things out there for West Virginia and you had never heard of. And I mean, people are doing in every industry, every sector of life, you know, it's incredible.
0: I like when Mason – hold on, Cooper, I know. I like when Mason – when Cooper and I are doing the interviews, but Mason will chime in. He'll be like, ask this question. It's like, dude, just get in the interview then. Ask a question yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had Ed Ashton on, and you were like asking us to ask him about his favorite <laughs> fiction authors. or yeah, top three writers. <laughs> it <just> yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, you just
2: do it. Me and little bit number one fan and, you know <laughs> – So I got to fit those in sometimes, you know.
1: To Mason's credit, it would be a little strange to come in from the cloud and be like an (laughs) anonymous voice that just drops in. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, my my media to me, really, I think is not necessarily anything new, but a combining a lot of different factors of my life, I guess, like networking, meeting people, right? Telling stories, talking about West Virginia. I think every West Virginian is amped to talk about the state, uh, small business advocacy and support, right? I feel like I've been a part of small businesses my entire life. My dad's a small business owner. I started a small business in high school. So for me, it's just like now it just has a driving force and brain that's a little bit more clear and concise and it puts it all together. Um, and I think that was not the original, original plan for sure when we started Mountaineer Media, it was just a podcast. But then as we've grown, it's just, it's just, I guess, grown into that. Um, and it's been, you know, incredibly rewarding.
0: I think the, I, I told you guys about this yesterday and Cooper, then you shared a, a similar story, but I was at power park. And cause you know, my day-to-day job, I'm working for WCHS TV. So I'm over there at the game getting highlights, but I had my most celebrity like moment where somebody came up and recognized me from TikTok, And that was like, well, she called it West Virginia media but we understand that what she was talking about but she was like you're from West Virginia media on TikTok and that to me was so mind blowing that somebody recognized me for Mountaineer Media and i think that was just such a mind blowing moment of like okay we do have these roots in the culture ingrained and rooted into the culture now that people are seeing our stuff and recognizing who we are for what we are doing outside of our day-to-day jobs we are being recognized as somebody for mountaineer media not for something else which i thought was super just refreshing and a piece of me was also like oh it's about damn time because it's been freaking two years we've been doing this shit so i'm glad somebody finally noticed but uh if if she asked
1: if she asked for your autograph would you have signed something would you have politely turned it down
0: no, I would have definitely signed it. I for sure, would have signed an autograph. I, I would have like, yeah, no doubt. And so I, I, we're gonna send her something here too. And Carrie, if you if you do ever happen to listen to this, shout out to you. You are awesome. But uh, Cooper, you said somebody like messaged you, and then they saw you on Capitol Street, but they didn't want to say anything to you. So it's like people recognize. You know, when you put yourself out there, people recognize you.
1: Yeah. I won't mention um, names. We'll call anybody out, but yeah, we've had some folks that i you know, I've basically become friends through the internet, right? I mean, we're, we exist on the internet. We're, we're a podcast, we're a social media creator. So we kind of develop these two way streets of communication with people. Um, so it's definitely cool. And then, um, to meet them in person is even more surreal because like, oh my gosh, like, you know, you've you've heard me for hours and hours ramble about different things and they feel like they already know you. So I'm sure it was kind of cool to meet somebody who already felt like they got to know you. So I think that's another cool element that's just going to continue to happen is that you know, as we evolve and grow as an entertainment media company, that we're going to run into people in real life. Obviously, if we do events that have really could consider us close friends, right? I mean, because they've been listening at this point for 20 months to us. Um, you know, who knows where that could go? I mean, you develop relationships, you know, connections, you know, different support of different things. So um, it's, it's definitely, definitely a cool feeling.
0: Mason, has anybody reached out to you and they're like, Mason Jack
2: from Mountaineer Media, hot damn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've gotten a few press requests, but I always, you know, turn them down. But it's more about the company, you know, not about... Well,
1: don't turn them down. I need The to name on, on the, the front.
2: Name on the front, not the name on the back, right? That's what it's
0: all about. Okay, all right. So, good deal. Well, let's kind of transition into talking about some of the guests that we've had this month. I think as we get this thing going, we'll probably... Only talk about one or two guests when we start doing this twice a month. But over the course of April, we had some pretty high profile people. Um, Dan Dantoni, Marshall head coach, Ma- Marshall basketball head coach, Shalem, who is an up and coming hip hop artist. He's also a mechanical engineer. That was incredible. Mark Martin, sports director, WCHS TV. Corey Lilly, who is the ex- executive director of outdoor development. And, and yeah. And, Mm -hmm. um, is it Raleigh County or what was the city of Beckley, city of Beckley. So anyway, of, of all of those guests, um, we don't need to talk about all four of them, but maybe both of you guys, and I'll share my favorite too of like, who impacted you the most or what did you think, who had something to say that really captivated you? Or was there a moment in any of those episodes that you were just like, wow, that's awesome.
1: I would say Shalem because I kind of um, can relate to Shalem in a lot of different ways. I mean, he, you know, he's a full time engineer. He is. I'm sure he goes by Isaac at his job. Maybe some of his coworkers don't even quite know the full extent of what he's up to. You know, musically. Um, but then he, you know, but then he's Shalem. Then he's a performing artist. Um, to me, I can, uh, you know, very much relate and resonate with that because, you know, I very much work and CJ, we all do Like We all have full time other gigs. Um, but then we come on here and it's Mountaineer Media and it's still us. It's still an extension of us. Um, but it's just it was neat to hear his perspective of like, yeah, like they're two different names, but I'm the same person. It's just another creative outlet for me. Um, wildly, probably intelligent, fascinating guy. So to very me, that was pretty pretty cool to almost relate to somebody especially when it comes you know we're not performers by any means but we're creative um, folks putting out stuff online it was just kind of cool to hear from his perspective what his thoughts on on that were
2: mm-hmm. and sugar water i mean that's a good sugar really good water is a good song it. yeah, yeah you, can, you can really vibe to that for a while mace when you sit when you listen
0: to these episodes because you chop them up and you know you you kind of listen from that that outside perspective do you Like, do you listen to them differently than us? Do you think that you view how we interview these people differently? Like, do you, do you almost consider yourself a listener? You're just like the first listener of each podcast. It's
2: kind of cool. Yeah. First, you know, we're kind of the first to hear these unique takes that people bring on uh, different directions that they take. Like um, for Dan D'Antoni, I had no idea that he was assistant to his brother, you know, during the times when he was coaching for oh, yeah. his son, the Knicks and stuff.
0: So. And the Lakers. I mean, he yeah, coached Kobe Bryant. Yeah. He yeah, coached I mean, Kobe,
2: Shaq, Steve Nash. Crazy. Mm-hmm. It's incredible stories. And you just never know where these people are going to take them and the experiences they've had over their lives. And yeah, It's really incredible yeah. to find out these unique little nuggets.
0: Yeah, I think that one cool thing about Dan was – Cooper, you said it after the episode. I think we almost had Dan in tears. We started talking about his family and his journey. I, I mean, his will, dad yeah. was over 100 years old. His mom unfortunately passed when she was like in her 80s or something, I think. But then they have just this very loving family. And I think we just brought it up to him again like, hey, dude, you're lucky. And not even like saying it like, in a demeaning manner or anything like that, or questioning that he didn't think that, I think it was just another recognition for him. Like, wow, I am lucky. You know, I think he was just very happy to talk about that. I will say um, shout out to Mark Martin. Of course we had Mark on, he's my boss at WCHS TV. And I don't even like that word boss, although he is on paper, my boss. We've just like, when you work with somebody long enough, they're just, they're just your friend, you know, like you just happen to work together. Like Mark and I outside of the, outside of the station, Are just as good friends as you know some of the people that I consider my friends, and so you know I thought having a mark on was really cool. And you know it's funny we were talking about all of those stories, you know during the episode. Those are like stories that I've heard like four, five, six, seven times. Right? I'm not even sure. Like sometimes you know when you have a friend for five, four or five years, too, you kind of hear the same stories over and over again. So I've heard all those stories a couple of times, but they're good. They're classic stories that. I felt needed to be shared, or I thought those were some of the better stories that uh, Mark Tiger played. Woods' bathroom story. The, the, the Tiger Woods bathroom story, and I like the Vern Lundquist bathroom story because it's just like, can you imagine you're at a you're you're just you know you're at the urinal not to get too graphic here you're ready to finish up and then Vern Lundquist who's like one of his broadcasting you know idols, idols yeah exactly he just hops in the, the urinal right next to you it's like what's up dude you know like. And then you just finish up and go about your day. So anyway, and then the Tiger the Tiger Woods story, I think, is so funny because we always see Tiger in these serious moments. And every now and then you catch Tiger hugging his family and his son and his wife and whatnot. But then it's just like, you know, to see Tiger running out of – bust out of a stall, wash his hands. His hands are dripping wet. He's holding them up in front of Mark. like It's like, what do I do with my hands? It's like, you looking for a towel, buddy? It's like, yeah, right here. You know, it's just mm-hmm. one of these – Anyway, I thought that was kind of cool. So, yeah, a great batch of guests. Corey was our last guest. Um, any takeaways from Corey? I thought his, I think a point that I tried to make at the end of the episode was Corey just, he, he can pick out these certain moments in his life, or oh, these chapters, right? Sometimes it's hard for us to realize, like, this was a, a new chapter in our lives. We didn't even notice it. But he clearly can de- pick out and define these moments where these new chapters started and ended. Unfortunately, some ended in tragedy, and others you know began um from just luck and so anyway, I thought that his story was very cool,
1: yeah, I thought it was an example of somebody who had yeah, just like i mean the classic like make work your passion right I mean, he grew up skiing in the outdoors camping right in throughout southern West Virginia, and then he was so good at it that he was offered you know a pro sponsorship in uh skiing at first, yeah. And then, of course, you know, he said he had an injury and then that kind of changed his whole world. He had to go back to school. He kind of had to figure out. But then ultimately, he kind of got sucked back into outdoor recreation because he got into kayaking. And he must just be extraordinarily hand-eye coordinated and fearless because he's extremely good at that. And he's a professional kayaker now. He's sponsored for kayaking. Um, But then he does very... Uh, serious public advocacy work for lands in West Virginia. So I don't know. it It was just a cool person to really someone from the outdoors grew up in West Virginia. That's the kind of person you need in those roles. Not somebody who's like studied it in a book, someone who's like lived it their entire life because they're ultimately probably going to make the best decision, uh, not just on behalf of folks that want to go out and enjoy it, but also on behalf of the preservation, the the, the actual land, like how it's fair, is it equitable, is it being you know, used properly? So, that I mean, I'm sure that's a dream role for him, but I just think it was, uh, it was neat to get to hear his perspective for sure.
0: I thought the one cool thing too about Corey's story was, <clears throat> could, you be, could you imagine being in high school – and like all of these like outdoor recreation companies are calling like, Hey, we need Corey to graduate early. Like it's cool when somebody, you know, is like a D one athlete. And like, maybe they leave for before their spring, you know, season or like their spring semester in high school. Cause we know that kids can do that and go play football or, or whatever, like leave early or Like everybody knows that one D athlete, D one athlete. That was super cool. But then like Corey's story is like, yeah, like, everybody in the world wants me, but it's, like, for outdoor, it's for skiing, and, and it, it's just, like, kind of, it's so different. It's wildly different, but also very cool at the same time. Like, not many people can say that. Yeah, How many people know known. those people?
1: how they even find out about them? Because if that was pre-internet, yeah, like, I don't know what, like, I don't know how you even get known for things. But <laughs>
2: tapes or something like that. You
1: know. yeah, maybe he was dropping <laughs> tapes out, or maybe the, just the rumors of uh, was it Snowshoe or Timberline where he was that consistently as a kid.
0: Yeah, I think Timberline. That's that's even funny to think Mason like that. They have VHS recruiting tapes, <laughs> you know, like that's that's how it used to be, man. That's how it used to work. They come in the mail. See, yeah, See what you gotta do. It's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. All right, good deal. So, um, a couple of questions. And then we'll kind of wrap this thing up. This was a TikTok question. It was very generic, but uh, why does every man in West Virginia rock a beard? The three of us do have beards. Yes, I think they were calling us out for saying that. Not everybody in West Virginia has a beard, but there is something about having a beard and being from West Virginia that I think is – you're kind of like playing your part, right? Know your role. If you're from West Virginia and you got a beard, like own it, man. Enjoy it. <laughs> I'm trying to –
2: Mountaineer mythos. It's rugged. It's very uh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I'm trying to speculate on way. like
1: yeah. I, it's got to be. i was trying to speculate on what the connection between like blue collarness and beard facial hair is. I'm sure there's a more maybe there's a real practical reason, but um, honestly, I haven't since I've been able to grow a beard. I've not not had a beard, so I don't think anybody wants to see me without one. I'd be like a 12 year old. So
0: Whitney pulled up some pictures of me like just two years ago. Right as we were starting Mountaineer Media, and it's like, you look like a child. Yeah, I do. I, I mean, a child, not just like a seriously a, a an an old child or a young right. teenager. It was
1: like right. crazy. So we we picked you up from school to start this. Podcast. Yeah, pretty much. People actually at work used. Did to... Did you start? Fun. But you haven't gone back, right? You don't flip flop back and
0: forth. You no, beard. no, I haven't yet. Beard started pretty much no shave November. It can't, of bro. I'm telling you, you won't go once. Yeah, you know Brody Prudnick, for, f- former guest and owner of Raise Rub, I thought he made a he had a good point about in the summer he likes to shave and in the winter he lets it grow back out. And so I thought about that and we're still not quite to the summer so I have some time to decide, but I don't know after seeing those pictures they're they're like scary pictures from from the old days it's like god who is that guy i don't want to be that kid anymore i like who i am now with the beard i like the the image of me now with the beard so i don't know if i'm going back or not
1: Shout out. You, we we need to ahead. get the people the mountaineer beard rub people or whatever their they're, yeah, they're brand yeah yeah we need to get them on here because if you're a bearded man in west virginia Maybe I can pull up their website while I'm talking here, but you should check out another cool West Virginia small business. Not a not a partner of ours, but we certainly love uh, promoting and pushing West Virginia small businesses.
0: For sure. For sure. Um, and then I kind of already asked you guys your favorite memories of Mountaineer Media, but do you have any other memories over the last, gosh, nearly two years, we're coming up on two years that you guys have or just Incidents, specific moments, stories that just really touched you. I mean, I know a little pop quiz here kind of on the spot, but you just look back. Well, before we even jumped on here, we were talking about um, Steve Murphy, just like the incredible story of the man that brought down Pablo Escobar, and he was happier to talk with us than (laughs) just about anybody. You know, he was more willing to share his story than uh, it, it, it was just wild you know, that some of the people that we've had.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess my, my, it's not one specific thing, but it's a collection of thing. It's the, the realization that we've had. We've been very fortunate a few times where we've interviewed, you know, a big time guest like John Chambers, right? A lot of people, if you're listening, you probably know who John Chambers is. He's a billionaire. He was a CEO of a massive company, Cisco. I mean, he's a philanthropist, right? He's a mega, mega internationally known person consult with Israel and the president of France. Like, And we've interviewed these people.
0: And he just casually dropped that during the episode. It's like, I've spoken with the people in Israel, the president of France. (laughs) It's like, what?
1: Well, that and then like, you know, Wes Bush, who runs Northrop Grumman, and, and Brad Smith, who's a former you know, CEO of Intuit, like, you know, and we've had US senators on here. Um, and I, it's always the feeling that I'm, I guess, chasing from a creative storytelling perspective is like, there's like, we get on these zoom interviews, and there's like this empty chair. And it's just like, the person is like, intimately, you know, they're going to be there in any moment, right? And they're like, we're just kind of all right, boys, we're about to, we're about to talk to this person, right? Or we're about to interview this person, like, how crazy is this shit? Like, that is a feeling from a, a podcaster of a storyteller of someone who just can't believe that we're about to, you know, get the first hand account from somebody that is fun, rewarding, it never gets old, it's never lost on you. And I just hope we continue to chase that feeling and you know get to tell these stories. So for me, that's been probably most just stands out as the most like dopamine rush of a of a thing here at the podcast.
2: Right. I like when we've heard from people like really out there in the field as well like um nate Petrosky, who's big on tiktok comes Talking about out in the field he's out in yeah. the field the guys from mountain steer like they're out there and they podcast us with us from you know Live. like, they like remotely literally <laughs> or they literally yeah. horseback back they were in the atv i think but they were yeah. they were working right and it's just so unique that people are out there you know trying to do things their way out in the land and yeah it's just really interesting you don't really see those people in the media much and it's nice to hear from
0: yeah cooper a point that you brought up like sometimes yeah when they fire up if they have an assistant fire up the zoom for them it is like this daunting feeling of like the empty chair but i also like the very human experience of like somebody getting on there and using zoom for like the third time they're like okay hold on let me get the camera right they're up here they're like no lowered it a little bit and then you can't see them at all (laughs) they finally figure it out so you know we do all of our interviews over zoom and it's just human nature. I think that's something that we've also, we've broken that barrier of there is no person too large or too small. Everybody is the same. We put everybody on the same platform in even playing field. And we just have these casual conversations with them. Some have these wild international stories, John Chambers, Brad Smith, Wes Bush. Some have these very down to earth, very specific stories. Um, Terry Giles, you know, talking to former coal miners selling, you know, um, honey to, uh, you know, raise funds for, for veterans. It it was just in, and basically um, restore old coal fields, right. Or Mm -hmm. or what's the phrase, what's the phrase that I'm looking for? Um, uh, Shoot. It's not restoring old coal fields or restoration of um, mines. I forget. Anyway, the point being is there there is nobody too big or too small that we've had on here, and, and every story is unique in itself, and it's just been fun. It's been a wild ride. So,
1: well, and giving them the the opportunity, I think, to take a breath, like because I mean, so many times when maybe they've done media in their work or something, it's been very. Like interview based or short form, and they have to kind of just talk about the project, like, and you know, they raffle off something. And maybe that we don't, they've never been almost like, not that we press people, but they've never been asked a very intimate, honest conversation. I think and hope our goal is to always get like, let this space be the time where you can be like, you know what, like, when I think about West Virginia, like, and really just share something. Yeah about the state about their life about something a different perspective that i think doesn't quite exist in other places um but i think those conversations when we can be a little bit more honest and open and unguarded and maybe vulnerable is what could help ultimately help west virginia because it could unlock a different perspective it could share a little bit of detail it could you know inspire somebody to be like oh wait a second you know Wes Bush also kind of wishes that something would happen in Morgantown. You know, it's oh wow, okay. What if I did that? Like it would just it's cool, I think, to get people into that mindset. Um not sure if everybody knows that's what they're coming into when they come on the podcast, but I think we For quickly sure assimilate people into that kind of openness and let's just have a conversation about West Virginia and their work.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I completely agree. And I just these stories we have been very lucky to tell and we're going to keep on telling them the worst is when you get to like that 45 minute mark and you're like, God, we could go three hours with this person, you know, and, and that's, we did, we did model these, these episodes. Nobody can be Joe Rogan. We were not trying to be Joe Rogan, but we wanted to give somebody long enough to get all of their thoughts and feelings, or at least most of them in a long form, you know, expressive way. We wanted to get, allow people a place to, to, go long form and and we certainly have provided that. But then there are those few that you're like, God, I wish I could talk to this person for two and a half, three hours because we could get so deep into the weeds with certain you know, very specific topics. Uh unfortunately well, Homer we,
1: Hickam, didn't Homer Hickam we talked for another like twenty minutes after afterwards. the podcast.
0: And, and that's funny. That's when you know you've had a good conversation because we usually have these hard stops where we're like, boom, okay, we'll cut it there. We'll move so, on. And then yeah, and then it's like some are, some go and then others will hang around for 15, 20, 30 minutes almost. And it's like yeah. we could have just left it going. We probably should have just left left it going. But yeah, man. You know what? This has been a platform for people to come on and express themselves in any way possible and so anyway proud of you guys proud of what we're doing so far we're going to keep it rolling and there are things that we did not get to talk about in this first episode from view from the top we'll talk about the almost heaven classic the next time some of our other bigger goals as not just the people not just the podcast but how we are putting eggs in other baskets and I think that'll be kind of where we take this view from the top going forward we'll talk more about some of the long term missions and goals that we have. So anything else you guys want to throw
2: out there before we go?
0: Nice. No. I guess so to say but
2: I it, the Italian Grand Prix and it's going pretty good.
0: All right, Mason's all on this F one fifty or the the Formula Formula oh, One.
2: Geek motorsport now that I found out, you know. When, if you can
0: find sport. us an, a Formula One West Virginian, bring them yeah, on.
2: If, if we can get a team in the, you know, a good team based in the states, that'd be nice. But all oh, very European now. Anyways, I digress. <laughs>
1: Um, no, I just want to say thank you. If you're listening to this and you've made it this far, and you're listening to this, that means you're supporting Air Media's Patreon, which means you're giving us your hard-earned dollars, which means we're using that to fuel more storytelling and more advocacy for West Virginia. So, thank you so much. Uh, it's tremendously uh, appreciated from us, and uh, we hope you stick with us because we keep we keep hoping to shine a line on West Virginia. So, thank you guys.
0: Yep, we'll keep doing this, and hopefully, you guys listen again. All right, see ya. See you guys.